वेलकम और वेलकम बैक टू सक्सेस विद श्रेणी हैप्पी वॉट एवर डे इट इज इट इज वॉट एवर डे इट इज फॉर यू बिकॉज वॉट यू आर गोइंग टू बी लिसनिंग टू इज एन इंटरव्यू टूडे ऑन द पॉडकास्ट विच वॉज प्री रिकॉर्डेड एंड आई हैव नो आइडिया विच डे दिस इज गोइंग टू बी कमिंग आउट बट वॉट एवर डे इट इज इट इज वॉट इट इज सो ऑन द पॉडकास्ट टूडे आई एम टॉकिंग टू ए वेरी ओल्ड फ्रेंड ऑफ माइंड एंड्रीव लुसेरो एंड्रीव इज ए फिटनेस कोच So if you are into wellness if you are into health then today's podcast episode is for you Those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything This is success with Srini If it's professional growth personal growth financial growth or relationship growth we're talking about it one show one topic Diving in deep with practical and useful insights that will change and transform your life. Welcome to Success with Srini. And now your host, Srini Sarapalli. This podcast episode is for me because as much as I'm into health and wellness, fitness, I did not know or I did not spend enough time knowing what biohacking is all about. So today Andrew is coaching me on this podcast all about biohacking and things that I need to do that I need to implement in my life in order to maximize biohacking which I did in bits and pieces many years ago so Andrew is 27 years old he is a fitness trainer he is into health and wellness but he is also an incredible entrepreneur who is doing some amazing things with his retail business and as well as his financial business so a lot of things to talk about but what i wanted to really focus was the health and wellness because majority of the listeners of my podcast here are into goal setting weight loss health fitness wellness and all that so made sense to focus on biohacking stuff so you will find tremendous value listening to today's podcast i'm here as a student learning from andrew for a brief amount of time in 2018 andrew was my fitness trainer while i was getting ready to go climb mount everest we are talking about it also uh, in this interview so i want you to block off the next hour and 12 minutes and listen to this interview you will find techniques i was strategy steps literally i mean I, i was taking notes when i was listening to andrew and you'll see me pause in the middle and i'm writing and some books that andrew was recommending that i instantaneously right there i bought the book and at least one book on now reading the book so you'll find tremendous value listen to the interview and uh, again thank you for being a listener thank you for being a subscriber let's directly go and start the interview now Andrew um, what are some of the simple changes that people can make to their diet and lifestyle in order to improve their health and the overall well-being mm-hmm. good question in terms of health uh, a simple change is just eating whole foods right trying to stay away from processed food as much as possible right so i would tell my clients try to have it as natural looking as possible right mm. If you're going to eat a potato, try to eat a potato that looked like it came just out of the ground and not from a box, right? So, simplest if it comes in a box, don't eat it. 
Really? Yeah. So in a box, you don't eat? Yep. As wow. unprocessed as possible. Wonderful. Is that, that's it? From a diet perspective, what, what, what do you do from a lifestyle perspective? From a lifestyle perspective, I would recommend just really building out a complete schedule. Mm. Right? So not only your work schedule, but also schedule in personal time, family time, mm. and also sleep time. Let's talk about sleep just yeah. a second because uh, you specialize in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, but before I get into sleep, I want to find out from you, overall, how how do you address stress and, uh, and, and relaxation? Mm-hmm. Like reduce stress and promote relaxation. And in, in your understanding, what are some like quick wins, like quick approaches that people can take? Uh, with their diet and and anything else for that matter, maybe sleep, maybe mm-hmm. maybe some other activities. Yeah, when it comes to stress, that really falls into the mindfulness category. Hmm. And being mindful of what you're feeling in that moment and addressing the root of that, of that cause, hmm. right? So if you're stressed because you feel uh, overburdened at work hmm. or you're stressed because you just have too much going on day to day, addressing the root mm. and therefore you can remove the entire weed instead of just mm. pulling out the flower and leaving the mm. root right great analogy yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's amazing um it, you know i um during our everest you know my everest preparation and mm-hmm. when when i was working out with you um you know one of the things i was I was working out with like three different fitness trainers across five different five different gyms, <laughs> and and not getting there anyway. And eventually, never got there to the top. We'll talk about that. But one one of the things that I had got going at that time, and even it's very valid even today, which is, you know, what are some of the variations I should have tried then mm-hmm. for just not for the overall health and fitness. That anybody and everybody talks. But mm-hmm. is there a method to really, okay, this individual is only sleeping three hours a mm-hmm. night. They should work on these specific routines mm-hmm. from a workout standpoint. Mm-hmm. Or this individual sleeps 10 hours a day and they should instead do this other set of routines. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they should eat these kind of, you know, this kind of a diet plan they should follow do you do you have a math like that i was looking for it personally mm-hmm. i was looking for a, a math which would work in, in within within that kind of a thinking um, most of the times experts told me that i need to derive it myself i need to keep a uh, you know a, a, a log on the foods that i'm eating in the night in the morning and my moods my feelings mm-hmm. and then eventually after like 3 or 6 months with a lot of data i can dial in into the exact you know thing that i need to follow mm-hmm. but do you have an approach to deal with something like this or you were ever asked by any of your clients about this mm-hmm. that really comes to having the coach listen really listen and understand uh, the client Hmm. Right. Because the beauty of being human is we're unique and no two humans are alike. So what worked really well for one client could be completely opposite for another. Right. Hmm. So that's where, you know, the client does have to do some homework and 
really just dive into themselves and, you know, look at the whole picture, see where they're, where and how they perform optimally at Mm. their highest peak, Mm. um, why that's a reason. So what contributes to that? And um, just listening to, you know, that inner voice, right? Because mm. we always, we have this inner voice that mm. guides us through life and we often don't listen to it because we're yes. so no, distracted, just, yeah. work, family, that's, that, kids. That's the, that's the weakest, mm-hmm. uh, you know, advice. Mm-hmm. Like, like the, the, the best advice with the feeble voice. Yeah. That's the, the inner voice, voice right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can suppress it. Yeah. yeah. That was, uh, it's a good point you just said. Um, you know, I've been going to therapy in a sense, mm. you know, I've, uh, he's my mentor, mm. but, um, you know, since I first started talking and meeting with him, he always used this analogy of, do you have the patience to let the mud settle? Mm. So he pulled out this little jar, mm. this little vial and had water and sequence in it. Mm. And he says, he shook it up. He said, this is kind of us on our day to day going through life. Right. So as you shake up this vial, um, the water becomes cloudy. You can't see through it. Mm. But do you have the patience to let the water settle? The yeah. water settle to see clarity. And he yeah. would always say, yeah. that's what mindfulness and kind of meditation comes into play. Because once everything settles, you see this little bubble come up. Mm. And that's the insight that's that you needed in that moment. That's, that's profound. We'll get into, you know, one of the, one of the dominant questions before... Uh, as a part of our pre-talk and mm-hmm. our last meeting and and record, coming and recording this podcast. Biohacking is where the area that you specialize in. And mm-hmm. I want to find out what is biohacking. Mm-hmm. And there are there is so much of information available on this topic. So many experts. And you practice it. You are a living example of biohacking mm-hmm. so i want to find out from you from the expert's mouth mm-hmm. uh, what biohacking is and i want to learn it myself as if you know even though i have picked up this information from all different sources over the years but i want to learn as a student and if you take it to the a fifth grader and explain to them how biohacking works mm-hmm. uh, please explain what it is and how does it work yes uh, the simplest explanation i would say is biohacking is leveraging your body's natural response to foods and stimulation mm. to get a positive result. That's it. Yeah. And who defines what the positive result is? That's specific and individualistic to you. There's general ones like using caffeine for energy, mm. but dosing in the right amount. Right now, see coffee, <laughs> right? Yeah. And uh, and other things as the types of food you eat. Um, sleep schedule would be very specific to mm. the mm. person, and workout timing. Mm. And and routine as well mm. would be uh, specific to the to the individual. What's what's your uh, you know lot of the data or at least lot of the narratives that I've read say you know, like people who like if you don't follow a schedule if you don't follow a plan a system to to really. You cannot leverage biohacking or you cannot get the benefits of biohacking. Is that true? So if I have to rephrase the question, um, people who who have a set time to wake up, set time to sleep, set diet, and a mm-hmm. set schedule to work through during the day, do you find them to, 
to be more successful or more productive as compared to those who say, I can eat anytime, I can sleep anytime, I can do anytime, this is my life, this is my time, you know. So where where do you see this? First of all, is the first statement true that if you're not systematic, you cannot attain success with biohacking? Or is it is it that with biohacking, you attain systems? Mm-hmm. I would say... The systematic plan kind of separates from biohacking, right? So if you think of a car, right, you could put premium gas Hmm. and bad gas, Hmm. but the car will still run, right? Yes. But so biohacking is kind of a way to add more value to your routine. Hmm. But I know if you want to get results, whether it's at work, personal, Hmm. financially, you need a system mm-hmm. and you need a plan of action mm-hmm. and you need to take that action, right? Mm-hmm. So if you want to maximize uh, the results of that action, that's where biohacking could help out, mm-hmm. right? But if you think of biohacking as, you know, using white light when mm-hmm. you wake up to mm-hmm. wake up faster, mm-hmm. but not having a schedule in the day, mm-hmm. you know, you're, wait, you're up early, but what are you doing, mm-hmm. right? You could just mm-hmm. be up early watching YouTube, mm-hmm. right? So... Mm-hmm. The system itself, the systematic process of just having a set schedule, knowing what you're going to do, mm. that's what will lead to results. Mm. And if you want more efficiency and mm. value, then you can leverage biohacking to increase that. Okay, system works independently. Biohacking yeah. complements the system. Mm-hmm. That's how you see it. Yeah. Okay, wow, wonderful. Okay. Got confused because there's so much of uh, data on this. Uh-huh. Um, so so let's go into the elements of biohacking. Mm-hmm. Like, like if somebody wants to. Where should they start? What are the steps? First step would to see where you want to add more efficiency. That's um, that's the start. Yeah, or and as well as what, what if what if I I don't have that awareness? Mm-hmm. Like I don't have that awareness. I don't know where to, but I know that I need a change. I need I know that I can. I don't live a good life, mm-hmm. but I want to change it. I don't know where to start. What would be your advice? I would say that's. It's kind of see. See, I, I understand tough. the value of diet. I understand the value of yeah. sleep and all that. But I don't know where to start. Like, what mm-hmm. what would be the first thing? Uh, you know, and and I know that I get excited listening to you about biohacking. Uh-huh. And I tried twenty other things. Nothing worked. <laughs> oh, let's try biohacking now, right? So that's the mindset that I'm having. What would you tell me? Where should I start? First, get a firm understanding of what it is. Mm. And you'd have to, you know, you could try it on your own, but working with someone to help filter out the data or the, the you know, what people are saying. Mm. So as we know, with just general social media, especially in the nutrition world, mm. there's so much information, so much, so many experts. Right. This diet's the best. This diet's the best. Right. It's just a lot of jabber jabber. A lot of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so understanding like what, first what it is and, um, and then you got to kind of figure out where, you know, you need help mm. in, in where it can help you out. Mm. So right. so biohacking is for higher boosting your energy levels. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Stamina? Yeah, you can boost your stamina. Mm. Uh, also helps you in terms of waking up mm. or falling asleep. Falling asleep, okay. Right. Okay. Um, so you're leveraging the, Love the sunrise and sunset, mm. but artificially, mm. right? Um it could improve your sweet sleep quality too mm. of using other 
um, you know, white noise or other devices that they have that, you know, just stimulate the body Mm. to relax. Mm. Right. Mm. Um, And then as consuming, like using caffeine Mm. to get some energy um, and then ways to supplement that. Right. I know one thing I was doing is I was brewing coffee, but in a French press. Mm. Because if you brew it through a drip filter Mm. and a paper filter, Mm. the paper filter tends to absorb the natural oils in the coffee beans. Oh, really? Okay. Right? I didn't know that. So, oh, okay. doing a standard French press. You didn't know, know that. They're just, <laughs> right? They're just twice a, your age, I didn't know that. <laughs> no. Right. Wow, okay. So, it's a, it's a slight tweak, but, um, you know, might as well. They're good oils for you. Yeah. So, it, uh, it's beneficial. Yeah. See? The duration doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who is older and how older they are. <laughs> you don't know something, you don't know something. That's so, it. Okay. Yeah. This is amazing. No, you specialize in sleep, Andrew. Mm-hmm. So... How important is sleep? Sleep is extremely important. Um, sleep not only is a time for physical recovery, mm. but also mental recovery, right? So part of the, when I was in graduate school, uh, I was doing some research on, you know, my first research study mm. was on sleep and athletic performance, right? Mm. So through the literature. But we'll talk about how you got there. Yeah. We'll talk. I, I'm curious to know that because as a part of our uh, earlier discussion, mm-hmm. the, op, the offline discussion before yeah. recording this podcast, you gave some incredible insights into your upbringing and all that. So we'll talk about that, but let's, let's continue with this. Yeah. Definitely. As a part of a graduate study. Yeah. So not only, you know, when clients would always come to me, they'd say, I'm sore, really extremely sore Mm. and you can only do so much with foam rolling and kind of stretching and stuff but a majority of your recovery happens during sleep Mm. right so if Mm. you're not sleeping enough Mm. your body's not recovering Mm. so as you're working out breaking down the muscle cells right those small muscle tears yeah you need your sleep time to recover right Mm. but going forward as well as is it also it's a mental recovery as well so everything you learn during the day, that's processed into the deeper, I'd say, just say deeper the memory cells. cells of the body, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, so good sleep schedule, good sleep just mm. in general helps with memory, cognitive function, mm. thought processing, mm. you know, everything okay, now, in between. Now, what is good sleep? Good sleep. So this, I could spend an hour uh, yeah, talking please, about please. this. Please, I'm curious. No, right. this is that's exactly why we are here. I want, I want to know what it, what is good sleep, because good everybody s- sleeps. Nobody sleeps mm-hmm. good, or very few sleep good. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things that go in that affect sleep, right? But good sleep is just getting a good five to seven cycles. I'll, mm. I'll go. I'll break down cycles in a mm. bit. Um, and then improving the sleep hygiene. Okay. Right? So sleep hygiene is recommend getting blackout curtains. Blackout right? curtains yeah. inside the room. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Okay. So you want your room, you want to eliminate as much stimulation okay. as possible mm. in your sleep environment. So primarily the bedroom. Mm. Right. So light, no light, no ambient light. If you have that one random light on your desk or something, oh. try to cover it up. Really? Yep. Okay. Sound, you want to be in a quiet space. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about having, you know, partners 
who mm. are on different chronotypes yeah. or, or sleep types. Yeah. Um, you want to have the right size bed yeah. as well. So if yeah. you're sleeping with a partner, minimum of a queen size bed. Mm. Um, what else? Um, leveraging a shower before bed to lower your body temperature. Right? Oh, really? And overall temperature of the room. Mm. Right? Because you kind of want to simulate, if you think caveman times, you want to simulate sunset and the cooling, natural cooling of, you know, being outside. Mm. Right? So you want a nice, cool um, room. Okay. Right? And what else? Even as simple as not drinking water before bed so you don't wake up in the middle of the night to use the restroom. Wow. I I never knew about the shower part Mm -hmm. because the test, I did some tests on this. Mm So it it didn't at least I heard about it, but I I I really never got good data that if you take a shower and sleep, you'll have a deeper sleep or a better sleep quality. I I tried a few times, never felt it that way, and then I let it go. But mm-hmm. good to know. Takes me back now. I can go and retry this. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Okay. Right. So okay. I always say, you know, here all the everywhere cold showers in the morning. You need to do it. The cold showers throughout the day. I mean, I mean, whenever you shower, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole uh, the Wim Hof method has taken over the world mm-hmm. for for a few years now. Yeah, right. And that kind of plays into homeostasis. Yes, right. And that simply means regulation of the body. Yeah, right. We want to be at our optimal levels. Yeah. Right. So body temperature. Yeah. You know, blood pressure, oh. pH, blood pH, stuff like that. So. When you take a cold shower, mm. right, it's shocking, wakes you up, mm. it starts to lower your body temperature, so mm. therefore your body homeostasis kicks into um, increased body temperature, mm. right? Mm. So that increases metabolism, right, in a sense. Mm-hmm. So the opposite, taking a hot shower, you're raising your body temperature, so your body's going to do the opposite to lower it. Yeah. So now you're getting the relaxation of the shower, mm. but also your body's starting doing things to lower your body temperature, mm. right? Because you had a really hot shower. Mm. And that natural cooling helps with falling asleep. Wow. Okay, so so shower before, a cold shower before sleep, ideally. Hot shower. A hot shower before, yeah. sorry, see? Okay, so hot, <laughs> hot, hot shower before sleep mm-hmm. and blackout curtains. Mm-hmm. And what else? And no water before sleep. Mm-hmm. Okay. No water or food mm-hmm. um, at least 90 minutes before. 90 minutes before, yeah. okay. So I just, I count everything through sleep cycles. Um, what I do today is I bought two Wi-Fi light bulbs. Mm. Found them on Amazon. I think they're like 23 bucks. Okay. I connected them to my Google Home, mm-hmm. right? And I set each one at a different uh, light temperature or color. Yes. Right. Well. So my ceiling light is a bright white blue light Mm -hmm. so that stimulates the sun or sunrise okay right Mm. so when my alarm goes off Mm. i have the audio stimulation of the alarm Mm. but also the visual stimulation of this bright light in the ceiling right Mm. so that you know just the light stimulates the photoreceptors in the eyes and it helps you wake up Mm. stimulates you to wake up Mm. and the opposite my nightstand lamp is a warm light so very warm orange mm. color. Mm. So that's what I have on in the evening time, right? Okay. So you know I tend to open the window or turn the AC on if it's the summertime. Yeah. 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 Lower the temperature. Um, have my light on to help mm. relax. Wow. And then do my brain dump. Mm. Right. So brain dump. I have a notepad or I use my iPad. 
Mm. And I write down everything that's on my mind mm. um, just to unload and, and unburden my mind from just thinking through everything. Wow. Right. And then um, let's see. So let's talk sleep routine. Yeah, so let's talk about cycles. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about cycles. Yeah. So one full sleep cycle consists of light sleep, deep sleep, and REM sleep. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And those three stages last around 90 minutes. Uh-huh. Right. So uh-huh. one sleep cycle is 90 minutes. So I like to start from counting at just determining the wake up time. Uh-huh. Right. So if I need to be at work at 8 a.m. clocked in, I'm going to count one cycle back. That's going to be my wake up period. Uh-huh. Right. So I have time to wake up, you know, let my brain processor and uh-huh. think of it uh-huh. as a computer uh-huh. process and get to optimal working conditions. And then right before that 90-minute cycle starts, that's my wake-up time. Right. Okay. So if you count back 90 minutes from 8 o'clock, that should be 6.30. 6.30. Right. So yeah. that's what I'm waking up. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so right now, mm-hmm. we were supposed to record at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. So you woke up at 5.30 mm-hmm. this morning. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I did. And, 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 then by, and why do you do that? Because... 90 minutes is what it takes for you to boot up? Yeah, it, to fully wake up and fully really get up. into it. Wow, okay. Right? So yeah. a lot of times people try to compensate with drinking coffee or do using other stimulants to, yeah. to wake up. Yeah. But just give your body some time and then you'll be mm. good to go. So, you know, you see, you walk into work, groggy, 8 o'clock, drinking your coffee, not feeling it. Mm. And then finally by 9, 9.30, mm. 10 o'clock, you're finally up and running. Correct. Right, so... Yeah. Uh, you know, just give yourself time before. Okay. Right? Wow. So say we're waking up at 6.30. That 6.30 time is the end of the last cycle. So I'm going to count back five cycles. Me personally, you could do five to seven. Five 90 minutes. Yeah. Chunks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Five 90 minute chunks. And then that is your bedtime. Like in oh. bed, lights off, everything's off, no stimulation. Mm. Ideally, you want to be asleep by that time. Mm. Right. So... From that time forward, 90 minutes before that sleep time, that's the wind down period, right? So one thing I do is the brain dump, like I mentioned, shower, hot shower to relax, Um, either cool the room, either just opening the window or turning the AC on. Um, That wind down time also is zero light stimulation. So TV, phone, computer, Mm, mm. none of that, right? Right. Because uh, the blue light in our devices stimulate our photoreceptors to yeah. be awake. Yeah. Right. Um, so typically I read. Mm. Right? That's a reading time just to relax because, I, I don't for me, reading puts me to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Me <laughs> right. too. Yeah. So you get to find a good physics book, read two pages, and I'm sure that'll put you to sleep pretty fast. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah. So... What else? So that's the sleep routine. And then as well as, you know, we the recommendation is five to seven cycles a night. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes it's not feasible to get five cycles just due to your schedule. So you can actually leverage a nap during the day and count that as a cycle. Okay. A nap during the day. Nap. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So the nap is either going to be a... 30-minute nap, so you're only in the light sleep, mm-hmm. or a full 90-minute nap, 
So as you wake up, you're waking up in light sleep. So you can you can you can pick a time any time and and you just go to sleep for 90 minutes mm-hmm. that counts as a full cycle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So there's no me, set starting time for that. Any from any point in time you mm-hmm. start and you count 90 minutes mm-hmm. that's a full cycle. Yeah. Okay. Um from doing it for so long I I knew how long my body took to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So if I was taking a 30 minute nap in between workout sessions yeah. with clients, yeah. I would set a 37 minute timer. Wow. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. So Within the first seven minutes, mm. I'd be falling asleep, mm. sleep, and then the alarm would go off. How, how do you go? To, how do you go to sleep in seven minutes? Like, what's what's the like? Like people struggle. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. How, how do you go to sleep? And I I I, I go to sleep. Want to hear, you wanna hear you, my you, trusted secret? Yeah. What's it, what's the secret? Mindfulness, meditation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I just sit in that space and just focus I'm, on my breath. Yeah. Right. Yeah. and just you know not really think about well, yes, anything yes it's not it, in my understanding what mm-hmm. i do i just I, i just go into a quick 7 minute self hypnosis routine which which i created and mm-hmm. and for, for many many years followed so i can i can really go into sleep in 7 minutes because i practice it mm-hmm. but some people say i don't believe in it mm-hmm. some people i meet people who tell me they don't believe in mindfulness at all mm-hmm. right so question is what would you tell them like without telling them mindfulness what would you tell them that they should do so they can fall asleep in 7 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever let's <laughs> like you shorten the time what is yeah. it uh they probably they probably don't believe in it because yeah. they tried it once yeah. and it didn't work yeah. as quickly as they wanted to yeah uh didn't let takes, the water settle didn't let the water settle yeah um and you know you don't you know you don't do one workout session and look like arnold schwarzenegger right so it takes time you got to practice it learn um sometimes it might take 20 minutes mm. next week 19 minutes mm. next month 10 minutes yeah. right another person might just learn it really so fast so intent yeah intent. intent to make it work mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah. Okay. you have to give yeah. it time you need yeah. to give things time uh to work yeah because yeah. nothing's immediate mm. right especially mm. with progress and i always say if it comes fast mm. it goes faster easy come easy go easy come easy go right so the things that take the longest to install and learn and accomplish mm. tend to last the longest as well mm. right and we can go on into just about yeah, modern this, day yeah, and yeah. immediate satisfaction and yeah gratification and that, yeah, right yeah. but going back to your question is um i learned when i started doing meditation that it would put me to sleep Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, well, let's use this as a benefit. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. I'll be honest, I I'm all for meditation, but I don't go longer than 20 minutes just personally mm. because I'll fall asleep. Because I could become so relaxed and peaceful. Yeah. that I go to sleep. And I'm a I'm a naturally a sleepy person. Mm. Right? Not a sleepy person, but a relaxed person. But, yeah. So That's easy for me to do, but for someone who might be anxious, just mm. naturally yeah. anxious, right? Yeah. Or a warrior. Yeah. Um it's going to take a longer process, right? So it's something mm-hmm. I would probably sit with them and just talk through. Um and you might have to just do like a meditation mm. or a a walk through in person. Mm. So I'll sit through just help them help be I could help be a guide to them, mm. right? Mm. And help bring them back to just focusing on their breath. Mm. Cuz as you're breathing, right? Yeah, I learned this from my mentors. 
uh, he calls it the monkey brain. Mm. The monkey brain is monkey brain is very impulsive. Yes. Right, you get a thought, you want to think about it. Yeah. Right. So if you ever see yourself in, you know, trying to be productive and you have random thoughts and you get lost in the thought, mm. for me, I just complete the thought. I don't fight it. I just complete it and then bring myself back to center. Mm. Right. So mm. again, just through practicing that routine mm. and that that practice, um, it, be, it could, becomes easier. Mm. Because you know, right? You can catch yourself drifting off, a, yeah, and you could bring yourself back. Yeah. Growing up, I was—I um, don't know if somebody told me this or I read it somewhere. If you try doing something, it doesn't work, and you keep, you give a lot of time, a lot of effort to it. Keep in mind that you always have the liberty to go back to the basics. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. In, the basics is where you started and that's why you have all this so if something is not working at the and you are trying to do it at the highest level go back to the lowest level and retrace the path back mm-hmm. and so always go back to the home base mm-hmm. right so the same principle andrew uh, in 2019 not not just the everest part that but any other mountain that i have ever been to which has a big like a, a mm-hmm. lot of elevation like mm-hmm. a lot of uh, path that you have to cover to go up things are not working in the high camps go back to the base camp mm-hmm. stay there recover recuperate come back and go back again not working go back to the base camp go back to the base camp so the base camp kind of became the uh, you know the, your center point to this as you said it like mm-hmm. go back to center back complete a thought come back but i've seen people who go up to these high camps on the mountains and start to question their entire life what a waste you know i'm not able to do it i'm feeling sick i'm feeling worried i should go back and, and no 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 all you have to do is go back to the the, the next lower camp mm-hmm. and wherever you are and then just kind of get back your composure and come back again right? mm-hmm. and it doesn't take a lot of time to get back your composure all that you have to do is is get some oxygen get some energy kind of sleep right mm-hmm. and then come back you'll you'll feel refreshed and you'll feel you have the strength and then that's all and uh, sometimes uh, none of that all you have to do is to reaffirm to your original thought why you are on the mountain mm-hmm. and then the whole thing will fall in place for you so so right you complete the thought and 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 you come back to you know just don't change the thoughts and very basic fundamental principle mm-hmm. still you see it violated everywhere every have day you, have you read the book uh, siddhartha i did right yeah. so my favorite quote just well, in general siddhartha by herman hesse right mm-hmm. yeah right in the book he says simple is the life that one lives in this world yeah that's i i tell myself that every day yeah right cuz you know we're just being stimulated i want to say through social media yeah and just maybe just being in western culture right we're always stimulating you need to do more you know this guy is successful why aren't you successful but realizing life is simple mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. the more you complicate it yeah the more life becomes unsimple. Yeah. Right. Alan Weiss, you know, I talk about this all the time on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Alan Weiss, the great American philosopher, said something very interesting. He said, you have taken something seriously mm-hmm. that God otherwise created for fun. Mm-hmm. Life. 
Mm-hmm. You become so consumed and so involved with it at a level where if just smallest of the smallest things go wrong, you take it on yourself and you curse yourself, you blame yourself, you just and you set yourself for all these internal competitions and you're competing with everyone and on everything. You have all these measures, you have all these comparisons, ruins the fun that otherwise you are supposed to have here. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a such an oxymoron. Mm-hmm. If you look at the whole life equation, it just is funny. Um, as much as we say in the self-improvement world, Andrew, mm-hmm. as much as we say, oh, you know, you are God's creation and you are chosen one, nobody is is uh, as unique as you are when you are one in the 7 billion population you are unique you are different you have all the gifts all that is true mm-hmm. all that is true but at the same time think about it before you were here before i was here we were we do not know who we were mm-hmm. if at all we were something mm-hmm. and nobody knows depending upon which philosophy and religion you follow nobody knows what will happen to us after we don't open our eyes mm-hmm. nobody knows mm-hmm. so i don't know who i was before i don't know who i'll be later and this is the time where <laughs> you know i am in this shape in this form that mm-hmm. we enjoy this time right very simple I mean, this is this very simple philosophy uh it's very difficult to follow mm-hmm. it Mm-hmm. very difficult very challenging because there's so many it things is. happening in life as you said you know mm-hmm. the water with that right. you know one of so, my one of my grounding thoughts i tell myself throughout the day is the past is gone the future doesn't exist all you have is now mm. which is a gift yeah and that's why they call it the present yeah there's another even as <laughs> but but same same uh you know same message uh-huh. differently said yesterday mm-hmm. was a cancel check mm-hmm. tomorrow is a promissory note mm-hmm. today's cash today's cash <laughs> <laughs> today's yeah. cash okay let's let's go back to the the um the original thought which mm-hmm. was taking naps mm-hmm. in the afternoon yes you said you had if you have 37 minutes in 7 minutes you go into into sleep mm-hmm. and and then you go for 30 minutes yeah so I s- sleep for 30 minutes mm. and the alarm goes off mm. uh, daytime 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 yeah oh you still set an alarm for daytime also yeah wow so for the or I'll set like a timer okay right um but yeah so I knew like going into the research I think I mentioned to you one of the best books I've read probably in the last 5 years not best but most applicable books mm. was sleep mm. by uh, Nick Littlehales yeah right yeah i took i i actually know what you told me you, you mentioned that to me uh-huh. before we recorded the as a part of the pre uh, recording i have taken a note and i will read the book it's a good book mm. um so back story is nick is a professional sleep coach worked with pro athletes nfl athletes nba athletes um professional soccer teams mm. international mm. um he was in charge of the english men's cycling team okay wow. right so yeah. he was getting down to the science with every single athlete 
um, especially when they're on tour. He would create, uh, help them create sleep, uh, what do you call them, sleep packets, mm. right? Mm. So it went down to like, do they like sleeping on a firm mattress or a soft mattress? Wow. If they liked a soft mattress, part of the pack was a, a foam rollout that they would put on the, the bed mm. in the hotel, mm. right? Curtains, blacked out, mm. no stimulation. Mm. Everyone had their set sleep schedule. Um, even if they had their family yeah. on tour with them, yeah. family slept separate. Mm. Athletes slept on their own. Okay. Right. As well, to not interfere yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with the performance. Yeah. But okay. So, you know, he's, you know, that book was the one that put me on to sleep cycles. You and, got started with that. And, yeah. you know, biohacking with the light and, yeah. the, and other things. So... So you understand, I've been talking about the afternoon sleep. Yeah, so the nap. There we go. Yeah, the nap, right? So the reason we want to do either 30 or 90 minute Mm. is because we want to wake up in that light sleep. Mm. Right? Mm. So if you notice you wake up either in the morning or you try to take a nap, and that's the reason you don't take naps is because you just sleep for six hours and you wake up groggy. Mm. It's because you're waking up in your deep or REM sleep. Yeah. Right? Oh, wow. Hmm. So think of like doing that is like trying to pull yourself out of a tar pit. And wow. that's the feeling of grogginess. I, I, you know, I thought I knew it all on mm-hmm. sleep because, because I'm into hypnosis and all. Mm-hmm. But the way you are saying this, Andrew, I have to relearn or I have to unlearn a lot of my understandings. That's the beauty of life. We're lifelong mm-hmm. students, mm-hmm. lifelong learners. Amazing. Sorry, go ahead. Complete mm-hmm. your thought. Yeah, so... And then two is I knew the book also well, the book also talks about chronotypes or mm. sleep types, mm. right? So we know the two, there's mm. three chronotypes. Mm. We know most common we mm. know of are the early bird mm. and the night owl, mm. right? And then there's a third one that's kind of hidden, mm. not really acknowledges the in-betweener. Oh, right? there is one. Okay. Right. So if okay. you look at early bird, you tend to wake up early. Your peak performance and energy levels come earlier in the day. Mm. And then you slowly taper off mm. throughout the day. Mm. Right. Night owls are the opposite. They take longer. They, you know, they sleep longer in the, in the morning. Mm-hmm. They take longer to wake up and mm. get started. But by the eve, you know, afternoon, evening time, that's when they hit their peak performance. Mm. Right. And now the in-betweener. Instead of just having one large peak, they have two smaller peaks. Right? Okay. Well, okay. Right. So I knew, I personally really just self-reflected on it. So I knew like my morning peak was great as a mental peak. Mm. So getting work done, getting homework done, getting studying done. Um, I had all my classes in the morning. Didn't go past 12 unless I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the afternoon, that was my work performance, physical perform, uh, peak performance. So working out, working, training, um, doing physical tasks, mm-hmm. I allocated for the second peak. Mm-hmm. So as we know, in between two peaks is a valley, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So my valley was between roughly 12 and 2 p.m. Okay. Right? So I was a sense to kind of charge up and... Be you efficient sleep, huh? and still be productive. You sleep. I would take a nap. Ah, got it. Right? Ah, okay. Because instead of trying to force myself to be productive, mm. right, I knew I could get something done in 30 minutes at peak performance. Mm. 
if I try to do it at lower performance, it mm. could take me 90 to two hours to do something like that. Mm. Right. So I was like, right, let's be efficient. Let's take a nap. Let's just disconnect from the hustle and bustle of life. Mm. Take my nap, recharge, reset, and then hit that second half of the day strong. You know, I, um, I see, I see because lately I have been doing this. Like mm -hmm. I'm trying to get a nap in, mm -hmm. but growing up in India, mm -hmm. an afternoon nap is a, is a sign of laziness. Mm -hmm. So it's a cultural thing for me. It was for a long time. The programming that I still fight is if I sleep in the afternoon, then I cannot sleep in the night. Mm -hmm. And, and I keep, hearing this from many of my relatives like if i sleep in the afternoon i cannot sleep in the night mm -hmm. is that true yes if But you sleep in the afternoon you cannot sleep in the night but you have to do something to yeah to to undo the sleep correct mm -hmm. in the from the afternoon in the yeah afternoon. you could try to you know that's the thing of if you're going past one cycle or 30 minutes mm. It still counts as sleep. So as you wake up, you're awake and ready to go do things. Mm. But my question to you, Sereni, right, and mm. the listeners, is that a bad thing in today's society? Which one? The the the, the sleep one, you mean? Taking a, a nap and then being up I, too late in the night. I, seriously, you know, the um, majority of my podcast listeners, mm -hmm. I believe they were raised with that belief. I'm not mm -hmm. sure. They have to, you know, I have to find that out. If somebody texts and messages me, then I'll figure out. But what I've seen in seminars and workshops, even in the radio shows and talk to people, afternoon nap in growing up in, you know, it doesn't matter uh, any of the, I think India for sure, but then mm -hmm. I don't know other countries, but I think just the, the, that's the culture around the subcontinent. It's seen as a sign of weakness, seen as a sign of laziness, mm -hmm. and, and seen as a sign that you're not good or you'll not add up. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's, the, that's how I think. That's how I feel. Mm -hmm. And that was a programming I lived with for a long time. Mm -hmm. Even today, even I fight it. You know, Every time I wake up in the afternoon, I take a nap, I wake up, and like, I have a sense of guilt. Mm -hmm. Now, understand this. In professionally, as a as a hypnotherapist, I have gone on to tell people that you can sleep for three hours or two and a half hours, and you still get the same eight hours worth of, ref, you know, the refreshed feeling, mm -hmm. because hypnotic sleep is different than regular sleep, mm -hmm. because you attain certain level of depth in your sleep that otherwise mm -hmm. you cannot do with normal sleep. Mm -hmm. So I, I have been telling that. I've been do, I did that and I continue to do every time. I mean, sometimes I can only sleep for two hours and get away, Andrew, between you and me. Mm -hmm. I really can get away with two hours sleep personally. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I know that what I'm doing and I've been selling that to mm -hmm. people. Not Now I don't, but back in the day, heavily I used to sell this concept. And But I still am conflicted when mm -hmm. it comes to afternoon naps mm -hmm. guess what I come here get married we have our firstborn mm -hmm. the our firstborn goes to school the first thing they do in the school is make them bring a mat and sleep mm -hmm. the sleeping bag and sleep mm -hmm. and I, 
I started to understand the power of afternoon nap from the school. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, I don't, I'll wait for everybody yeah. who is whoever is listening mm-hmm. to to tell yeah. us, you know, what their the, take on sleep is. The reason I asked that mm. is because um, I want you to think about that, right? And in a way to relieve the guilt, right? Because mm. I tell people where in the law book, where in the Constitution mm. does it say you can't or that it's makes you lazy to take naps in the afternoon? No. Not in the Constitution. No, nothing, no. right? So no. there's no fundamental law no. or law of nature yeah. that says you can't do it. Yes. It's just, it's a cultural thing, right? You could say Western culture, like you said, Indian culture. But the funny thing is if you look at South American culture, they do they take siestas. Yeah, totally. And it's extremely common. Yeah. To have full families having dinner at 10 p.m. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they, as a culture, they cut out that big chunk of the midday. Oh. Right? That's your relaxed time. Shops closed down, stuff like that. Yeah. And then you pick it up in the late, you know. In the after, late evening. Afternoon, yeah, after, yeah right? late, late afternoon. Yeah. And then you get off work late and yeah. you're having dinner with the family. Yeah. And then you repeat. Yeah. Right? So it's just a process of asking yourself, do I need to follow that belief? Mm. Right? Because check this out. The beauty of it, especially in today's world, is if you think of work and productivity, you know, we have a lot more freedom, especially since COVID hit Mm. and now the rise in remote work. Mm. If you're based off of performance, Mm. right, with that you don't, no obligation to show up in the office or XYZ, Mm. or if you're a business owner, you Mm. set your own rules, Mm. think of the night owl. Think of how hard it is as yeah. a night, for a night owl to live in our culture that says you're lazy, you don't wake up early enough. Yeah. But they could get tons of work done and be extremely productive between 10 p.m. and 3 a.m. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I, you, I, I stay awake because I don't want to be on anybody else's timeline. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a caregiver situation, so my time is kind of, I'm time-bound to do certain things. Mm-hmm. But, and the only time that I can really do what I want to do is at a, is at a time when I, uh, I'm i not on somebody else's timeline. Mm-hmm. And that puts me in a very odd situation because when I want to be on my timeline, I don't have the energy. Mm-hmm. Because I'm exhausted from dealing with other issues mm-hmm. because I'm catering to somebody else. I, I don't mean somebody else. It's, it's, it's my family. But, but the thing is, I don't have enough time to deal with what I need to do so that I can be productive and producing mm-hmm. so that I can come back even more empoweringly to take care of them on their timeline. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. Like there, there comes the this biohacking, all oh, this whole thing comes into play now. Like how do I invent my own system? Yeah. Right? So just to, just, Andrew, just for the, we are, we are recording this podcast on November the 5th, Saturday. Mm-hmm. We started at 7 a.m. recording the podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, there are 20 plus days left 25 days left in this month, mm-hmm. about 31 days left next month, and we are into 2023. Mm-hmm. 
this is the time when everybody including me is thinking mm-hmm. that 2023 is my year of six packs <laughs> seriously uh-huh. yeah. and this and and i'm this is my 30th time i'm thinking about it mm-hmm. okay i think about it once a year and this is the 30th time i'm doing it and i don't know why we wait till january 1st to really take on and start thinking about our wellness mm-hmm. but we do mm-hmm. we do for lack of better way to put it assuming that this time around i'll be successful mm-hmm. starting 1st of january what according to you i should do today mm-hmm. so that i do not fail like i failed the last 29 years right I got you on that one. <laughs> the best time to start is yesterday, right? Yeah. So I would recommend not, do not wait till yeah. January 1st mm. or 2nd mm. to go to the gym. Mm. Start today, mm. right? And as, you know, your goal of 2023, the year of um, six-packs. Six-packs. Right? Before we set the goal <laughs> to get a six-pack, let's first set the goal of consistently working out three times a week. Mm. Right, because if you can't work out at least three times a week, mm. you won't be able to. You that you won't be able to set the foundation to get to the six pack. Yeah, right. Mm. So if you think of Everest, right, Everest is shaped yeah. roughly like a triangle, right? Yeah. yeah. What happens if you flip the triangle over? Yeah. Then then I can be on the summit quicker. Right. <laughs> I need to climb it. No, just kidding. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's no yeah. it's no foundation, no yeah. s- support. Yeah. It's gonna no fall over very fall, easily. Yeah. yeah. So set the foundation, right? Yeah. Right. So um and then eating. Start with eating habits today. Start with eating, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. Mm. So here's a here's a funny thing. Kind of controversial, but mm. I don't do meal plans. You don't never, do meal plans. I never built a meal plan for a client. Really? Never. Wow. Okay. Right. Well, there's I, an industry that makes money mm-hmm. from, from suggesting meal plans, like yeah. the trainers who keep on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why is that? Uh, because I would build nutrition plans. Right. What's the so, difference? I know the uh, difference. I want to know it. Yeah. Everybody else who's listening. A meal, a meal plan is a s- specific amount of food. Okay. In just a, a, a like a plan, right? So Monday. Eight ounces of chicken. Yeah. One cup of rice. Yes. Broccoli. Yes. Right? So it's pre-made. Yes. The client didn't do anything to create it. Got it. A nutrition plan is more of a guideline. Right. So I would teach them, all right, you need four servings of protein a day. Hmm. One serving is about the size of your palm. Hmm. So I teach them how to use their hands hmm. to measure. Hmm. Normally, you have your hands everywhere you go. Yeah. Restaurant, whatever. Yeah. So you can measure easy. And then I tell them, all right, these are the categories of food mm. you want to choose from, mm. right? The best, good, and avoid mm. categories, three mm. categories. Um, so that's part of my, that was part of my philosophy of creating independence and confidence mm. with my clients mm. is I want to teach you how to structure and plan your meals, mm. right? Um, there was the off case, you know, the random, the random case of the client that had analysis paralysis, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. they had to be on a nutrition plan. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let's first, all right, what foods can you eat? Mm-hmm. You enjoy eating every day, mm-hmm. right? 
Some people like chicken mm. more than beef. Mm. People don't like beef, right? So yeah. vice versa. Yeah. So we planned something. I was like, all right, so you're going to stick to that. Mm. She said, okay, boom, good. Wow. Right. So, and then my two, my personal philosophy is that as humans and a cultured man, food is an important part of life. Mm. And I like variety in a lot of things. And as humans, we're not really built to have such a rigid nutrition plan, right? It's kind of unnatural. Mm. Now, I would say if you want to get into peak performance for like a body composition show, physique show, Mm. definitely go with a specific coach who's an expert in that field and follow that meal plan. Mm. You'll have a specific meal plan as specific as you can get almost Mm. down to the molecule. (laughs) Wow. Right. So, but for me, my goals was never to be in that quality of shape. Mm. Right. I just Mm. wanted to build muscle. Mm. My joke was I wanted the fit dad bod. Mm. Right. I don't have kids, but the fit dad bod. Mm. Right. So it's nice arms and chest, kind of toned stomach Mm. and then, you know, muscular legs. Mm. So simple. I was, I was cool with that. It's fine. Work well for me. So the kids, the kids want their dads to have good bodies. Is that what it is? Um, you know, I did a poll on Twitter and I asked people, six pack or dad bod. Uh, So majority of the voters were women uh, and I want to say about 75, 80% women said dad bod. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah. So this is informal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was just Twitter. I was very random and, you know, had a ADD thought and I just put it out there. Monkey Mm. brain thought. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just really of first acknowledge what you want to accomplish and mm. what you can do today mm. and be, re, re, be realistic in what you can do today, mm. right? Mm. So if you can squeeze in 30 minutes at the gym and that's mm. your starting point, mm. do it mm. and try to be as consistent as possible, right? Wow. We're thinking food, the first start, try to eat as many whole foods as possible. Right, so wow. unprocessed, in their natural state. Wow. Hmm. Right. Um, start there, before you start. You know, counting calories, reducing calories. I just like taking baby steps, and then as a coach, I stand there as accountability, and guidance. Right. Wow. And that's I, for me. I feel like it's a good way to build confidence. Right. Amazing. And then once we have a good foundation set, then we can throw in more challenges, or, you know. What not? Yeah, I I want to I want to just mention this to you right here, right now, mm-hmm. and also whoever is listening. That as you were speaking, mm-hmm. I have successfully bought the book Sleep. <laughs> Seriously, right? yes, and I want to work on it. One of my goals for for 2023 personal goals Mm -hmm. is to really see you know it's funny and I said um, the whole you know six packs that was just just a metaphor like Mm -hmm. everybody wants to get to six packs and I'm not thinking like that now Mm -hmm. I used to in my 20s in my 30s (laughs) but not now me too but my yeah my mindset is more about getting flexibility Mm -hmm. uh, keeping uh, you know keeping my neurons intact and this Mm -hmm. is the time when we start to decline Mm -hmm. 
this is the time when at least you know once you hit your 40s mid 40s you start to forget common things and when and you have this fog setting in mm-hmm. yeah, they call it lupus fog whatever not different fogs but anyway so so you start to see that you are not as good as you were when you were in your early 20s mm-hmm. and, and so i i recognize that and it's very evident to me when i go and do difficult things when i start looking at some engineers who are really writing sitting down writing code creating systems mm-hmm. or i go out and hike and climb mountains i see youngsters going up i see the the i see how i have the experience or maybe i have the duration but i really don't have the effectiveness that the way they Uh, are applying themselves i don't mm-hmm. have that level of finesse mm-hmm. or i have lost it mm-hmm. put it that way to for for the sake of my own ego so so my goal for this is to is to keep myself flexible keep myself energetic or have the energy and 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 keep myself aligned mentally mm-hmm. emotionally and physically also so those are some goals and for that as you said and all we were discussing through this podcast is sleep is an important element obviously mm-hmm. diet is but sleep and diet and then and and allows you to and if you couple that with mindfulness now you are centered and you can deal with uh, you know any level of challenge right mm-hmm. now if you think you are not going to deal with a challenge trust me tomorrow morning you'll deal with a bigger challenge than what you mm-hmm. dealt with all your life right i know that you know one of the downsides of living a long life is every Gra- year gravity yeah of course <laughs> 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 so true so true okay um i don't know how many understood that 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 comment just now i don't know i don't know i'll see i'll see I don't know anybody understood your gravity comment. Right. <laughs> you, you, as you get older, you definitely feel the effects of gravity exactly. more and more. It's exactly. harder to get out of the chair. Exactly. So, I didn't I didn't want you to say that, but you just said it. <laughs> I was waiting for people to let let us know, but the listeners let us know. But um I want to as we wrap this up, I I mm-hmm. I want to Andrew you are into into fitness into biohacking obviously all that you you were into sports mm-hmm. and you are an entrepreneur you are into you are into retail and you are also into finance mm-hmm. quite a number of things you are doing mm-hmm. uh, remarkable for somebody of your age which is hardly how old are you 27 27 so remarkable i wish i had this level of understanding when i was 27 mm-hmm. i had zero understanding on health mm-hmm. when i was 27 zero did nothing literally i mean i played here and there but never was never really apt never really had what it takes and my shift happened right around when i was 28 mm-hmm. when i really started working out It's too late, you know. You're a fragile body walking around for the first twenty-eight <laughs> years. You're weak. Mm-hmm. You have no stamina. I couldn't even walk. Like, um, for just I, I couldn't even. I mean, I was so weak growing up that I, I just couldn't run twenty meters. Mm-hmm. That's how weak I was. 
and for me to make that shift you know at the age of 28 and start running exercising climbing and all i mean that that i you know there is so much of residual lethargy in built into the system mm-hmm. sometimes i don't know which part of me i mean is fighting it there's a part of me fighting it but mm-hmm. a part of me is trying to create this new reality mm-hmm. i go through those shifts myself personally but what i wanted to ask you and um, and i want to bring all these things and i kind of get a closure on this what got you started in all this because you're doing so many things mm-hmm. but the fitness part what got you started in this mm-hmm. like who do you credit for all this not to you know not to sound uh what's the word for ego centered right um how oh, you can credit yourself <laughs> i would say not i would contribute to listening to the inner voice and discovering my purpose in life mm. right so i'll start there i was in i was actually in youth group i was in bible study my aunt was leading the the uh youth night right and she asked us what is your purpose in life right so i was what 12 i think i was in 6th grade 5th or 6th grade mm-hmm. and in my head i'm naturally a jokester right so i'm like oh, i'm making light of it like you know i like to make people laugh and you know i'm kind of the class clown but respectfully right i knew if class was boring i'd do as much as i can while still being respectful and making class entertaining mm-hmm. um so i just you know i and that was the start that was that mm-hmm. first bubble mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. came through i was like mm-hmm. i like to bring joy and light I want to say either that same night or the next night um I just had a random talk with my mom and she was talking about um when my dad passed away right so back he passed he was 27 mm-hmm. when he passed mm-hmm. so this is the year we became the same age wow um I was 14 months Sorry. old right um and she's telling me you know he passed it was very dark time in the family right mm-hmm. and we're thinking of my grandma uh this was her only son. Wow. Right. So she took it extremely hard. Mm. Right. And my mom would tell me is like, you know, the one thing that would get her excited and really bring her happiness was me. Mm. You know, I was 1 years old, right? Yeah, she always yeah, at the yeah. time my mom and I were still living at her house. Yeah. And she'd come knock on the door every morning, come and get me. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. that was the one thing that helped her get mm, through mm. and then thinking on that you know just the word light mm. kept coming into my head you know mm. be a light be a light and help um and that kind of went into school right so if you think of school and just shortly wasn't physically fit at all probably you until sophomore not. year of wow. until junior year of high school wow right i peaked out i was about 6 feet 268 270 pounds mm. as a sophomore. Mm. Junior year or sophomore year I joined football, realized at the end of the season, mm. saying it that I need to step it up. Mm. Right? If I want a future in football, I got to get yeah. it together. Yeah. Junior year dropped down to 235. Senior year bulked up to 250. Mm. Right? Mm. Um ended up playing the All-Star high school All-Star game. Was voted uh 
most outstanding defensive lineman in my whole wow. league. Okay. Wow. Right, so it, it paid off. Wow. Right? Uh, didn't end up playing college ball, but that was a personal decision. Right. I chose my brain over my body. Mm. Figured my brain would get me further in life than my body. Um, and I already had tons of concussions and headaches to begin with. So thought I'd give that a break. But um, when I was trying to look into careers, right, the initial thought, if you ask 17-year-old me, was I didn't want to work a desk job. Mm. I wanted to be somewhere I could be active. And then subconsciously, I was drawn into helping people, right? Right. So I was looking through it. Initially, I wanted to go into medicine. I wanted to be a surgeon, mm. right? Get into college as a pre-med. Finally realized the path mm. to <laughs> become a doctor. Mm. And I was like, ooh. Nah, it's a lot of money. A lot of money, a lot of time. too long, right? Yeah, yeah. So I said, okay, I'll become a physical therapist. Okay. Right? Mm. Still will be a doctor. Mm. Still get my doctorate. Mm. But it's only three years long. Mm. Cool. Go through it. Junior year, I interned at mm. the gym we met at, mm. PSTI at the mm. time. Mm. Um, it was an intern. Mm. And they ended up asking me to be a coach. Yeah. Right at the end yeah. of the internship, I said, all right, cool. At the same time, I started coaching football yeah. at my old high school. And I fell in love with coaching. Yeah. I could have a very direct effect and right. influence yeah. um, on people's lives, mm. but in multiple areas, right? Yeah. So the funny thing is we have a joke, you know, as personal trainers is on paper, we're personal trainers. Off paper, we're trainers, mm. therapists, mm. listeners, yeah. right? Con mm. Counselors, yeah. right? Yeah. Because... A lot of information is disclosed during sessions, right? You build right. a relationship yeah. as you're working out. You know, it's just a time to vent yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, so I've heard a plethora of different, you know, personal things, personal mm. events in, during our sessions. Yeah. And one, that was a blessing to me. Yes. And I was extremely grateful that someone would disclose this information to me. Yeah. Um, and that also that I had the opportunity to provide some help and value. Yes, yes. Right, and talking through everything. Um, whew, where, were, where was I going? That's how you... Did. Oh, got it, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and then, uh, okay, so 2018, 2017, I graduate mm. college. Mm. Um, and then I actually walk in 2018. Because all my friends graduated in 18 and I wanted to walk with them. Mm. Right. So I took yeah. a year and a half off uh, for the gap year. Uh, 2018 is the year I started my first business. Yeah. Man. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. So I, I named it Elevate yeah. F N M. Okay. Fitness, nutrition, mindfulness. Oh, wonderful. Right? Mission statement was. My goal, my mission is to help elevate others mm. to their highest potential. Wonderful. Using my fitness, nutrition, mindfulness expertise. Wonderful. Right? So as I started that, you know, as once you start a business, you grasp onto that as part of you. Yeah. Right. So not only the logo was me, mm. the everything was me. The website was me. Wonderful. Right. So now I was really feeding into and pouring out my purpose wow. with helping others. What's your website? Uh, website is elevatefnm.com. Yep. Elevatefnm.com. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. So anybody wants to reach out to you, 
uh, go deeper a little bit into all the concepts mm-hmm. like biohacking, fitness, nutrition, yep. sleep, all have, that. Have a good blog master. master. <laughs> or the master have some good recipes wonderful try out. Yeah. awesome brilliant listen l- i i don't think we're just touching the surface of all this mm-hmm. at some point i'll um, i'll request you to come back and uh, we we will um, have some more questions mm-hmm. and we are literally uh, beyond a, a certain point on this podcast try to you know uh, yeah. keep it to a point where the fatigue doesn't kick in mm-hmm. in, in the conversation so let's um, we'll 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 re- regroup at 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 some point maybe early next year mm-hmm. um just to just to uh, if you if you have to like maybe one or two directives that you mm-hmm. want to give to someone i think you already gave mm-hmm. and you said start with the diet start with small steps but mm-hmm. keep 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 a schedule keep working at it repetition and frequency i think i, I took some notes as you were, mm-hmm. as you were saying but if you have to give like one or two actionable directives when it comes to their fitness or whatever area everything mm-hmm. that we covered you pick like any of the areas or maybe all of them up to you give like one or two maybe two mm-hmm. directives that they can right away do uh then uh, what would you say like i'm going to answer that right off the the mind mm. what uh my heart wants to say is in summary life is simple mm. at its root foundation mm. Mm. don't overcomplicate don't overcomplicate it mm-hmm. right um love I yourself i will delete that don't right? <laughs> i will say complicated no <laughs> <laughs> right that's the um, Yeah, don't overcomplicate it. Love yourself. Um just view life as a journey mm-hmm. and enjoy the blessing you have to be on this journey. Wonderful. Right? Um because it's a it's opportunity to learn and grow and you can honestly learn something new every single day. Yes. Right. And you know, be nice to each other. Wonderful. Pay it forward. Absolutely. Wonderful. Andrew always a pleasure talking to you mm-hmm. and uh, whether it's offline or something online like this always wonderful you are uh, a very um um you know i see the empathy i see the care i see the the commitment the dedication and i see the hard work i've seen everything you know some things you feel some things you see and i got the opportunity to to do both with you. So I've seen how you work, I've seen how how you relate and and I've I, I've seen your uh, and now I'm seeing how you emote. So mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it's it's, a, it's it was amazing talking to you. Yeah. Incredible. Like I took some notes. I have undone some of my own learnings about all these things. Mm-hmm. I ordered the book Sleep. I'm going to read this book. Yes. This book is on my uh, you know you'll probably hear from me in a week's time saying Yeah, I read this. Now I'm reading. I have some other schedules going mm-hmm. on, so I may not be able to really comprehend everything, but I want to give it a dry read mm-hmm. very very quickly mm-hmm. so that everything that we talked here today uh kind of if I read I give a dry read and I'm not really reading it to really implement, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. but simply doing a dry read that cements what we spoke today here. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do that. That's what I'm recommending to every listener to get the book, read, and elevate N F M F N M F N M. Okay, elevatefnm dot com. elevatefnm.com check out what andrew is doing there reach out to andrew for anything that you need mm-hmm. and andrew once again thank you may you be blessed thank and you we'll talk soon. thank you have a good one you've been listening to success with srini srini is committed to changing and transforming your life whether it's professional growth personal growth financial growth or relationship growth srini has positively touched the lives of over 1 million people through his seminars webinars workshops and radio shows we hope you've enjoyed the show make sure to like rate and review and we'll be back soon but in the meantime hit up the youtube channel at success with srini and the website at www.srinisarapalli.com remember improvement begins with i see you next time on success with srini